Good morning, everyone. Thank you for giving me a few minutes. Today, on installation discussion number one, we're going to jump right in and we're going to cover an entire chapter of NFPA 13. First, we're going to cover a few important safety topics. This week, safety behind the wheel. We're on the road more than most other people. We're behind the wheel of a multi-ton rolling store with a billboard on the side of it. They can kill us or anyone else around if we don't operate it safely. So, rule number one, no texting. Rule number two, no texting. Use Bluetooth or hands-free method if you got to make phone calls or take phone calls. If you need to use GPS, pull up the address and get everything working before you put the truck in gear. In addition to not using our cell phones while we're driving, we really shouldn't be doing anything that distracts us from driving. Slow down, a few seconds is not worth a wreck. Drive defensively, not offensively. Stay focused. If you get tired, pull over, walk around, or do some other type of physical activity that will get your blood flowing again and keep you awake. This increases the amount of oxygen that's going to your brain and helps you stay alert. Be aware of your surroundings, check your mirrors and blind spots every 10 seconds, and stay safe. Okay, now, we're going to go through Chapter 4 of the 2016 edition of NFPA 13. I am going to hit all of the information that's covered in the chapter, but I'm not going to read it word for word, because that'll just be boring. So we'll just go through it in plain English and hit everything. So Chapter 4 is the General Requirements. So the first thing is the level of protection. A building that's protected by a fire sprinkler system has to have sprinklers installed in all areas. That being said, there are some specific sections of NFPA 13 that allow you to omit sprinklers in some areas. A few examples are sprinklers can be left out of an elevator shaft if the shaft is fire rated and there's no hydraulic fluids in the bottom of the shaft. Number two, an electrical room that has a two hour firewall and has an exterior egress doesn't have to have fire sprinklers. There are some systems called limited area systems. In some circumstances, a partial system can be installed if the fire marshal allows it or requests it. When a partial sprinkler system is installed, we still have to follow all the requirements of NFPA 13 for spacing, pipe materials, valves, drains, flow switches, etc. Just because it's a partial system doesn't mean the code goes away. Owner's Information Certificate the owner of a building that is to have a fire sprinkler system installed has to provide the following information prior to design. The intended use of the building, including the materials within the building and maximum height of any storage. Preliminary plan of the building or structure along with design concept and details for the fire sprinkler system. Any special knowledge of the water supply, including known environmental conditions that might be responsible for corrosion, including MIC, which is microbiologically influenced corrosion. Sprinkler system additives. Additives are chemicals needed to stop leaks such as sodium silicate or derivatives of sodium silicate, brine, or similar acting chemicals shall not be used in sprinkler systems. Back in the day, we used to call this stuff liquid glass, and you could see if it had been used. Chapter 4.6, this is, I think, the last part of our discussion. Support of non-sprinkler system components. Sprinkler system components shall not be used to support other non-sprinkler system components unless it's expressly permitted by NFPA 13. 
In other words, if you see something hanging off a sprinkler pipe, be sure we notify the owner to remove it. Anyway, that's been it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving me a few minutes. You're going to get a link to a little survey. It's got a couple questions on there. It says you listen to it. You had the uh, safety training and the NFPA 13 training.